0: My father was not financially involved in my business, not as a practicing lawyer, not as a board member of Burisma, not in my partnership with a Chinese private businessman, not in my investments at home nor abroad, and certainly not as an artist.
1: Well, definitely not as an artist. I think we can all agree on that. Since, uh, you know, children with an etch-a-sketch have created art that's more brilliant than yours. You know, etch a sketch. You do the two knobs on the screen and you make a, uh, you know. Now that's Hunter Biden and his arrogant lawyer. He is uh, SOB, son of Biden. It was one of the more arrogant performances I have ever seen. Come out of Washington D.C. Just extraordinary, knowing that the bootleg media will give him a tongue bath. Oh, I, I can, uh, will dictate to the Congress how I testify and when I testify. Arrogant S.O. Biden. Extraordinary. Now, Chairman James Comer, Committee Chairman James Comer, did in October. It was October 31st. He was on The Benny Show. And uh, James Comer said way back then, long time ago now, said we're in the downhill phase of this investigation now because we have so many documents and we can bring these people in for depositions or committee hearings, whichever they choose. Now, the attorney, Abby Lowell, has uh, singled out a few words in that, said whichever they choose. Does He might have been referring to the committees, whichever the committees choose, not whichever the witnesses choose. He would likely not say, well, you know, sure, we're going to subpoena people, but you know, we'll let them dictate the terms of their testimony. I suspect that is not what Chairman Comer was implying, but never mind that. So here's Hunter Biden. Let's go to soundbite number 31, Hunter Biden on Capitol Hill. And again, very strange, uh, perhaps, that Eric Swalwell, with his deep ties to communist China and the communist Chinese operative known as Fang Fang, the honeypot that they sent in to, to shepherd Eric Swalwell... From a city council job in Dublin, California, to the House of Representatives in Washington and the Intelligence Committee, where he could do the communist Chinese, the most good, no doubt. And when the armored SUV with Hunter Biden inside arrived on Capitol Hill not too long ago, who was there standing in the parking lot to greet Hunter Biden? But Eric Swalwell. Isn't that strange? Who escorted him smirking, looking for Asian girls in the front row over to the microphones so that Hunter Biden could attack arrogantly and smugly. Now, here's Hunter Biden, and uh, he attacks those, those darn Republicans, MAGA, so that they all adopt the same uh, rhetoric. The MAGA extremists. I'm sorry, you're the one with the Russian hookers all over the place and millions of dollars from russia and millions from communist china and then fang fang's boyfriend is out there waiting to greet you when you arrive on capitol hill they they attack it's you know i've been for many years change the subject and attack he's there to testify about biden family corruption and the millions and millions and millions of dollars and instead he attacks
0: for six years Maga Republicans, six years, including members of the House committees who are in a closed door session session right now. That's not true. Have impugned my character.
1: That's hard to invaded do. Invaded
0: my privacy.
1: You invade your privacy. My wife. Your which wife? My children. Whose children? My
0: family, and my friends.
1: Do you acknowledge your children?
0: They have ridiculed my struggle with addiction.
1: Struggle. Nobody's ridiculed. They have belittled
0: it. my recovery. And they you... have tried to dehumanize me, all to embarrass. And damage my father.
1: No, actually, trying to get to the bottom of millions and millions and millions of dollars coming in from Ukraine and Kazakhstan and Russia and China, China and Romania. For what? For what? One might ask. Extraordinary. Soundbite number 33. And how is it for six years the Trump machine has attacked Hunter Biden? No, that's delusional. You were just a crackhead that everybody ignored and nobody cared about. Silly pants. Of course, he did go to China with his father when his father was the vice president on Air Force Two. Why? Well, they lied that there were no business meetings. And then later we learned that there were business meetings with Hunter Biden and Chinese Communist Party officials and affiliates. And then millions of dollars flowed out of communist China to the Biden family and their many bank accounts distributed to at least 12 members of the Biden family, including Joe Biden's brother, James Biden, and grandchildren, but pay no attention to that. But that's what you do. You attack, attack, attack. It's. Change the subject and attack. It's a standard technique used by the left.
0: For six years, I have been the target of the unrelenting Trump attack machine shouting, Where's Hunter? Well, here's my answer. I am
1: here. Not to testify, though, unless the Congress bends to my will and does what I demand, what I insist, and nothing more. I'm in charge here on Capitol Hill. This hill is mine. You will do as I say. My father is Joe Biden. He's got a Corvette with lots of classified documents uh, stashed in boxes behind it. That's your your Hunter Biden, your Joe Biden. Honestly. Um, To the extent that anybody paid attention to Hunter Biden while Donald Trump was president. It was because eyebrows were raised, people paying attention, not many of those left. Paying attention to the fact that Joe Biden brought his crackhead son on Air Force Two. I believe they first denied that he came along at all. Then they denied that he took any business meetings, and that was disproven. Then we discovered the millions of dollars coming in. And, of course, when Joe Biden was vice president, he ordered that Ukraine fire the prosecutor that was investigating Barisma while Burisma was paying millions of dollars to the Biden family and their friends. Nothing to see here. How dare you? And then they impeach President Trump for making a phone call to Ukraine to ask a question, which is what the FBI should have been doing, but they were too busy lynching friends of Trump and lying to the FISA courts. Oh, speaking of which, Congress is renewing the spy on American citizens without cause capabilities that the government has developed because they're not on our side, the FISA warrants extended. And, you know, you remember when it was James Clapper lying under oath without consequence repeatedly on Capitol Hill to Senator Ron Wyden about spying on all of us using the spy apparatus of the United States to spy on all of us. Well, they're quietly renewing that because our government is becoming an enemy of the people. Did you just pull up the clapper thing? Is that what you did? You're so. You're so let's go back to Hunter Biden and uh, the last uh, Hunter Biden bite that we have here. Um, and and he just arrogantly attacks and he does not testify. He should be arrested. He should be charged with contempt of Congress. First of all which is one of the threats on the table. And secondly, this afternoon, the House of Representatives needs to vote to advance the impeachment inquiry, which is on the table in the House of Representatives today. But here's Hunter Biden before, I assume, Eric Swalwell uh, patted him on the butt and walked him back to the Secret Service-provided armored vehicle, while the arrogant SOB... um, defied the Congress and the law and arrogantly declares that he can tell them how this is going to go.
0: Here I am, Mr. Chairman, taking up your offer when you said we can bring these people in for depositions or committee hearings, whichever they choose. Whichever the committees choose. Well, I've chosen. I am here to testify at a public hearing today to answer any of the committee's legitimate questions. Republicans do not want an open process where Americans can see their tactics, expose their baseless inquiry, or hear what I have to say. I love that. What are they afraid of? You. I'm here. I'm ready.
1: And
2: then he storms away. Why not
1: One person, one reporter woman yelled, why not testify now? Uh, Because they need to turn it into a circus with their lawyers and attack the Republicans and turn it into a TV show. They might have the former, what was it, the president of ABC that they had uh, guiding them on on the January 6th hearings to turn it into a terrible television show. They're all a bunch of, well, you know, like the people, the Russian women that Hunter Biden knows so well, all... Too well, you may remember that uh, the then director of national intelligence under Barack Obama, James Clapper, former General James Clapper, was up on Capitol Hill uh, during the Biden years. And a left wing senator from Oregon, Ron Wyden, Senator Ron Wyden, asked James Clapper, director of national intelligence, whether they're spying on all of us across the United States and collecting all our metadata And General Clapper lied under oath. And then an incredulous Senator Wyden repeated the question and maybe rephrased a little. And General Clapper lied under oath again without consequence. Does the NSA collect any type of data at all on millions or hundreds of millions of Americans? Yes. No, sir. Lie? It does not. No, it does. Not wittingly. Not wittingly. I don't think he knows what that word means. Um, That is called perjury. And if it were me on Capitol Hill under oath, the committed perjury twice like that, honestly. And now this is a disturbing thing. Spying extension angers broad majority favoring reform is uh, is one of the headlines because the Congress is slipping it in now. They're... uh, Their extending House plan to vote on extension of disputed surveillance law collapses. A fight over an expiring national security law descended into disorder on the eve of an extension vote on rival bills to reauthorize and overhaul it. Yeah, let's overhaul it and not reauthorize it. Now, this is uh, still up, but it looks like the Congress is going to extend the New York Times day before yesterday, saying they scrapped a vote on rival bills on Monday that would narrow the scope of a powerful surveillance tool to spy on all of us after an ugly fight broke down among Republicans, likely putting off until next year plans to renew but also limit an expiring wiretapping law at the heart of the program. And, you know, they abuse the FISA courts. They lied to the FISA courts. They collect all of our metadata. They can pull back your phone calls, your text messages from uh, years ago. And uh, it's creepy. They become a creepy science fiction movie. Your Democrat Party. And that's a very disturbing story as well. But it will likely be extended uh, because... This is a corrupt place, Washington, D.C. It really is. I'm sorry to have to say out loud. And got a lot of racists and anti-Semites hanging around the place, too. You know, the holidays are upon us, you may have noticed. Why not let Omaha Steaks take the guesswork out of gifting? Because, you know, you can shop carefully curated gift packages at Omaha Steaks, guaranteed to make spirits bright all winter long, right through Christmas and beyond, go to omahasteaks.com and save 50% off everything they have on the website right now. Plus, because you hang out with me, use the promo code PLANT, P-L-A-N-T-E, when you're checking out and you get another $30 off. That's pretty good stuff. Omaha Steaks make great gifts. You're going to be the hero of the holiday dinner table when you give the gift of Omaha Steaks. Tender, juicy, butchers cut filet mignons, beautiful burgers, all kinds of great stuff. Easy to prepare, meals ready in no time at all. Omaha Steaks, they're ready to ship your order right away, so shop early and beat the shipping rush. Go to omahasteaks.com, use the promo code PLANT at checkout and your order with complete confidence, knowing that you're ordering the very best. Visit OmahaStakes.com. Take advantage of 50% off the entire site. Plus, another $30 off when you use the code PLANT at checkout. A minimum order may be required. Yeah, our government. That's our government. Also, did you hear about the... Uh, the voter fraud. The voter fraud that has been discovered. I want to share that with you. New survey, just ask people. Hey, uh, you know, Election Day 2020, did you commit any voter fraud? Wait do you hear these results. That's coming up.
2: The president thinks that Ron Wyden set Clapper up and put him in a bad position, so he's not mad at Clapper, he's actually mad at Wyden
1: in this case. Hey, it's Chris Plant, excited to tell you about our July 2024 Listener Sea Cruise. We'll be sailing around the British Isles, visiting Scotland and Ireland. Please join us. Visit ChrisPlantCruise.com. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. I also have mailbag today for the love of Mike. Now let's go to the Israeli embassy last night where they were, they had a Hanukkah party, observing Hanukkah at the Israeli embassy. And uh, pro-Hamas, genocidal anti-Semites waving a Palestinian flag, the Hamas flag, out of their car. And a woman screaming, we will kill you all, uh, driving and circling the Israeli embassy. Occupiers, we will kill you all, occupiers, we will kill you all at the Israeli embassy. Uh, but at the in the Turkish in Turkey as you might imagine Ankara the uh, the the parliament there a uh, a member of parliament who hates the Jews stood up and was screaming about how Allah will smite you Israeli uh, people
2: Siz Israeli Siz Israeli This is what it
1: sounds like there. This is what we're turning into also. And he's yelling Haringin
2: about Allah will crush the Allah'ın Jews.
1: And then everyone's surprised. He grabbed his chest and he fell over like a log because <laughs> he had a heart attack. Somebody uh, kalakalaka, kalakalaka, Muhammad Jihad that's, uh, at your Democrat Party. And when I was researching this morning, I found uh, the socialist worker that's, uh, you know, online in the United uh, United Kingdom. Rejoice as Palestinian Resistance Humiliates Racist Israel. I'm like, well, that's a pretty crazy headline. Like the Tet Offensive in Vietnam in 1968, which the communists lost, the Palestinian surprise attack has humbled imperialism. That's not true. But that's the Socialist Workers Party, you know, Bernie Sanders and that city councilman in uh, San Francisco. I got an update on him, too, that I hope to get to and the mailbag. All right, I don't have enough time to get to everything once again because they give me too much stuff for three hours every day. But yesterday I told you about Dean Preston, the uh, Democratic Socialist City Council member in San Francisco. They call him supervisors. They're a board of supervisors. And uh, he participated in a documentary in the United Kingdom where he blames, And San Francisco, there are dead people all over the sidewalks and junkies. And, and uh, he blames capitalism. This democratic socialist like Bernie Sanders, he blames capitalism for homelessness in the Tenderloin District and San Francisco and not left-wing policies, which are obviously responsible. I think what you're seeing in the Tenderloin is absolutely the result of uh, capitalism and what happens in capitalism to uh,
2: the people at the bottom rump. The biggest driver of why folks are on the street is because they lost their jobs, income or or,
1: were evicted from their homes, usually for not being able to pay the rent. I think we have a very, very bloated police budget, all kinds of waste in the police department. I mean, I I could cut $100 million out of the police department. He wants to cut $100 million. He's already. He's a big fan of cutting police budgets. He's a fan of legalizing drugs and allowing people to shoot up on the sidewalk. Um, he's a fan of raising taxes. He said that hundreds of millions of dollars he's raised in taxes have contributed to affordable housing. He's wrong about everything. He's brain damaged. There is a man in San Francisco by the name of Tom Wolfe. Tom Wolf was a drug addict. He was homeless on the street as, I believe, a heroin addict, and he is now an advocate for homeless people and for drug addicts, and he doesn't think that the Democratic socialist, like Bernie Sanders, anti-police, pro-drug Dean Preston, he's a Democrat on the city council there, the board of supervisors, Tom Wolfe doesn't. Not the author doesn't believe anything that Dean Preston said, and he knows Dean Preston, and he's known him for a long time.
2: I was a homeless drug addict because I got addicted to heroin and ended up on the street. Uh, it's just—it's amazing to me that Supervisor Preston, who himself is a multimillionaire, actually is blaming the very thing that made him wealthy for the problems that are, that he's facing in his own district in San Francisco.
1: Uh, he's a multimillionaire, and he's and he's blaming capitalism, and he wants to defund the police because. More dead heroin addicts on the street and fentanyl addicts. uh, Good, then your kids can step over the dead bodies and the syringes and the human feces because Democrats. Tom Wolf, homeless advocate, former heroin addict.
2: In San Francisco, the primary cause of homelessness, if you just go out on the street, you'll see it for yourself. It's, uh, It's drug addiction. It's untreated mental illness. It's a fentanyl crisis. This year alone, the police have pulled over 70 kilos of fentanyl off the street alone. Uh, We're we're on pace to lose 800 people to to drug overdose deaths. Uh, So it's clearly a drug issue, uh, and he's clearly deflecting away from the problem.
1: Yeah, because he's a lion sacajuia because he's a socialist. Uh, Forget about the Democrat thing. And he's a millionaire, and he's a hypocrite, and he's a liar, and he's a clown. And his policies will get more people dead. Tom Wolf.
2: Dean Preston is a self-avowed democratic socialist, so he's left of the left. So he's left of progressives. Uh, and yes, he's supported uh, very liberal drug policies. He's a huge proponent of harm reduction measures. He wants to decriminalize open air drug use. He doesn't think drug dealers should be arrested or prosecuted because he believes they're victims.
1: Right. And the cops are the bad guys and they need to be defunded. And this is what you get in a box of Cracker Jacks. Uh, Tom Wolf, this guy is very bright, very articulate, uh, and made his case uh, very well.
2: When we had APEC here last month, uh, we had maybe seven or 800 extra police officers and federal agents here in San Francisco with cops working overtime to secure the city. And for that one week, San Francisco felt like 2005 all over again. There was no homeless people downtown. The streets were clean. Uh, it was safe to walk around. And, you know, he basically uh, wants to take all of that away. Not only that, uh, but he actually wants to reduce the police force further than that, because now, since all those police have left and we've gone back to our normal staffing levels, which are about 700 below of where we're supposed to be right now, he wants to take another 100 million away from the police. It doesn't make any sense whatsoever.
1: And in D.C., the Democrats defunded the police and reduced the number of police and vilified the police. And we're having the highest murder rate and greatest number of murders that we've seen in decades. And the Democrats, and now it looks like our professional sports teams are going to leave Washington, D.C. and go to Virginia. Uh, In large part because people don't want to come downtown anymore because the Democrats made everything better. You know what I'm talking about? See what I'm saying? And I want to get to the mailbag. I I, I wish I had another hour today. I really do. But right now, let's go to John in Germantown, Maryland. John, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Yeah, hey, Chris. Uh, Thanks for taking my call. You bet. Thanks for hanging in there. Well, you know... I, I, I was thinking about that party,
2: you know, in, in Washington, D.C. Uh, in, uh, ho- in, in, in
1: Boston, party. yeah, in Boston, the only oh, people of Boston? color, yeah. Yeah, well, uh, I'm just wondering if if you identify as a person of color, are you are you invited? You know, that is a good question. Could you just show up and say that I identify as a person of color? Would they let you in? Or would they be racist and keep you out? It's, well, you know, it, I, it's truly incredible, isn't it? Uh, you know, John, they do this with a straight it, face. They they say we're only inviting, we're inviting everybody but white people to our holiday party, and they think that's fine. Now, I have another question. Yeah. Uh, like, um, well, I know Hitler, he,
2: he said that Jews w- were not considered white. And now, would they be considered okay to go to the party, or... Or are they excluded also?
1: Well, you know, if you go by the standard used by the Socialist Workers Party of Adolf Hitler, perhaps they would be allowed it. But you know what? It's funny because another listener earlier today said that the Democrats had decided, they've decided now, that Jews are white and Palestinians are people of color. Therefore, the white Jews are the bad guys and the terrorists, butchers, savage, kidnapping, rapist, murderers, are people of color therefore they're the victims so you know wow. being you know the the liberal mind is a terrible place mm, mm, mm. yeah that's right mm, 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 is right but yeah that's right uh, the democrat mayor of boston with uh, mayor wu michelle wu inviting only people of color electeds not an actual word as far as anyone can tell Technically, it's an S on the word elected, so you can make it into a reference of people who've been elected to something. Electeds of color for a holiday party, plus guests. I assume the guests can't be white, so if there are any interracial relationships, they should stay away because they have to be condemned by liberal Democrat Asian American Michelle Wu, Democrat mayor of Democrat Boston, and nobody will even raise an eyebrow because liberals, John, you know how they are, don't you? I mean, these are crazy people. How, how about the Black Irish? Are they invited? You know, in Boston, there are undoubtedly still uh, plenty of Black Irish around. I don't know. They, uh, I, I suspect that the uh, if they the Irish part would mean that they'd be excluded from the party.
2: Oh wow! Yeah, <laughs>
1: you know, yeah. <laughs> oh wow! That's great, John. Um, that's right, and you've got the perfect attitude about it, too, for now, anyway, because this madness. And then the head of the NAACP in, uh, in Illinois with her racist screed against poor immigrant people who just want a better life and to sleep in your daughter's bed. But that's another thing. John, thank you. Thanks, buddy. I want to get to the mailbag because today is Wednesday, and I've been crashing through all the news today, so much of it. I need to slow down. Slow down. Okay. Shh. Slow down. Okay. Uh, the mailbag questions from our wonderful, beloved listeners. GSA, excuse me, GSAV111. GSAV, 111. GSav111. GSAV 111. Happy belated birthday, Chris. Thank you very much. That was yesterday, December 12th. Me and Frank Sinatra. Did you have cake? Did you make a wish that Biden would go away? You know what? I... Um, Went out to dinner with my best girl, and then, and then we went home. But uh, my friend Cole at um, Newsmax did get me a piece of chocolate cake. A slice, not a whole cake, but a slice of chocolate cake, which I didn't eat at Newsmax because I was busy doing a TV show. But I brought it home with me, and I put it in the fridge last night, and I didn't eat it last night. So I'm going to eat it today because I try to have one piece of chocolate cake a day, but I'm not always successful you know, my doctor told me um, one piece of chocolate cake a day keeps the doctor away. Jasmine, on the other hand, answering the phones today, literally has an apple every day. She has an apple every day. And she eats an apple every day. She eats it. It's very good. Her doctor didn't tell her about chocolate cake. I like my doctor better. Okay. Look, she just held up her apple. She's got her apple right there. It's a beautiful red apple. That's great. Now, I uh, so I didn't put a a candle in it. I didn't make a wish. But I wish every day that Joe Biden would go away. The horror of it is, well, it actually comes up in a later question. So I'll get to that in a minute. Libel asks, L-Y-B-L. Libel. I'm going to go with libel. L-Y-B-L. Why do you think the majority of Jewish people vote for the left? I've asked many people, and I don't get a clear answer. It is a great question, and there is no clear answer. Um, some say, including an Israeli I had a long conversation with in Israel, that that uh, Judaism leans towards socialism just by nature of the what's required of you as a Jewish person and so on. Um, and in the United States, you know, the Democrat Party used to be the party long ago that at least claimed to be looking out for the little guy and the oppressed and Jews as a minority group. The Democrats came out and said, we are for you, just like they're for black people, you know and uh, the school-to-prison pipeline and, and here have more fentanyl and uh, legalized drugs. And, you know, they're not on anybody's side anymore because they're not liberals, they're the left. I think the Democrat Party used to be liberal, and Jews historically have probably leaned liberal for a variety of cultural reasons. But now the Democrat Party is the left, and the left is on the side of Hamas. So it's past time that Jews stop just knee-jerk voting for the Democrat Party. But it is a tough one. We could have a discussion for three hours on that subject alone, Libel. New Vision asks, Biden read his answers at the press conference yesterday. He must already have had the questions in advance and a small list of who he will pick. Yeah, we've seen that again and again where Joe Biden has uh, index cards and he's got – and with the answers to the questions – And then he's got a sheet given to him by his press staff, the press office staff. And they very often have pictures of the reporter, the name, the agency. And he calls on those people in a specific sequence, in a specific order, that his press office has told him to choose this person from National Panhandler Radio and then the Communist Digest and the Socialist Workers Party. Um, And then, boy, oh boy, he's got the answers on cards Because, and and look, that's everybody's impression, uh, New Vision, and that's because that's what's going on. He must already have the questions in advance in a small list of who he'll pick. Yes, we've seen that again and again. Why does the cream of the crop press corps, which in theory the White House press corps should be in the United States of America, tolerate this disrespectful way of manipulating the event? It's because they're corrupt, New Vision. It's because the reporters are individually corrupt people, and they work for corrupt news organizations. Now, I should say, uh, growing up, my stepfather, uh, Bill Plant, was a CBS News correspondent for 52 years, and he was White House correspondent for CBS News from 1981, the first day of Ronald Reagan's presidency, until the last day of Barack Obama's presidency. All right? And... I, I have some familiarity with the White House Press Corps. Um, it's a disgrace what has happened to the news media in the United States, to the press corps, to the Washington press corps in particular. Uh, the, the press ha- is the most corrupt institution in America. And, um, and it's something that I know a good deal about, a good deal about. My stepfather, who I called dad growing up, became my stepfather when I was five years old. CBS News reporter, White House for, you know, how many administrations? And what's happened to the White House press corps is a disgrace. Rusty Doolittle asks, How will Hillary help Biden's re-election campaign? Well, they brought her in to help, but I don't think she's there to help. They think that women of a certain age will still respect what Hillary has to say. I think Hillary will trip Joe Biden at the top of a staircase. And when he tumbles down the staircase and says that he can't run for president anymore, she will say, thankfully, I am here to become your nominee. But I don't think it'll work. I don't think she'll help. And I don't think that Biden will be the nominee. I don't think he'll be the nominee. I said that months ago, uh, come election day. But uh, that's why they think, because women, and they're hurting with black voters, Hispanic voters, women voters, because Joe Biden is uh, awful. Climate Denier asks, we know you used to be a Democrat. Who was the first Republican you voted for and why? The first Republican I voted for was Ronald Wilson Reagan. And why? Because I was being told all kinds of lies about him. And again, my stepfather was uh, Reagan White House. And on the campaign in 1980, I met Ronald Reagan. And I realized that everything the news media was telling me about Ronald Reagan and that uh, I was in uh, college in Santa Barbara, that I was hearing in college and reading in the papers, everything they were telling me about Ronald Reagan was untrue. My eyes were opened, and I've never gone back. And I voted for Ronald Reagan, and I, I'm very happy that I've never voted for a Democrat, except for Marion Barry, uh, since. <laughs> Mayor of D.C., Mayor for Life, Crackhead Berry. Ayn Rand's dog asked, Why does killing turkeys cause winter? Well, I love the premise. I love the premise. Maybe next year we should have 20 times as many turkeys. We still want to kill a bunch of them to eat them because they're delicious. And see if more turkeys staves off winter. We should give it a try. We call a lot of things science these days. Things that are not science. We might as well... Try the turkey thing, Ayn Rand's dog. I like it, Ayn Rand's dog. That's good stuff. Turkeys, killing turkeys, brings on winter. Fascinating. Might as well be. The Democrats say we have 120 genders. We definitely have the coolest music. Some other shows steal our music, too. Here is Just the News, the great John Solomon's news website. A poll finds that one in five mail-in voters admit to committing voter fraud in the 2020 election. A total of 21% of mail-in voters said they filled out a ballot on another person's behalf, which is illegal, and with or without their permission, One in five voters who cast mail-in ballots the Democrats insist on and love mail-in ballots France does not allow them during the November 2020 election admit to committing voter fraud according to a new poll by the Heartland Institute and Rasmussen Reports. The poll of 1,085 likely voters released on Tuesday, conducted from November 30th to December 6th, asked... During the 2020 election, did you fill out a ballot in part or in full on behalf of a friend or family member, such as a spouse or child? A total of 21% of respondents who said they had cast mail-in ballots answered yes, that is a felony, that's illegal, that's voter fraud. All states prohibit filling out a ballot for another person. Many states allow people to provide assistance with voting the Heartland Institute noted. Furthermore, 17% of mail-in voters admitted they voted in a state where they are no longer a permanent resident. This is way more than enough to swing the election. This is why the left loves mail-out ballots, because they're easy to corrupt. (laughs)